0: How we doing? Reckless Donnie Hart here, live on Hungry for Hope at Toxic Radio. And I have my co-host, co-host, big time Tim Cuddy. And we are joined by I think he's in the studio. Yanni, Yanni the Greek in the studio. We're gonna have him later on the show after our guests. We got Yanni the Greek live in the studio.
1: What's going on, gentlemen? He's okay.
0: Well we'll be doing some sports later in the day with Yanni the Greek.
1: Yeah, I'm just trying to get my uh, stuff together here for you guys. You bet, so you better just get ready mind. to make Papa some money. Don't mind me today. I'm but a- uh,
0: before we get to Yanni the Greek, we're going to have any minute, we're going to be having an awesome caller. You know, I'm real excited to have. Awesome guest. Awesome guest. Uh, you're right. Uh, Shangri-La Rendon. She's calling in, you know, in a couple minutes. And You know, I'm going to let her tell her story. But Tim... You, simply amazing. There's you some know, stuff in
2: that story that I was like, just... Lost for words. We, wow. we
0: actually had people reach out to us saying, you know, this person fits what you guys are doing so much. You need her on your show. You know, we had uh, Lisa last week. Uh, Lisa Merck. Uh, we had Lauren Janay. We had uh, Jesse and Michelle from Alithrupa. We, we had some. Oh, Destiny Campanella. Yeah. We've had, you know, our show's turning into this like. El Wingador. El Wingador. But we're turning into this like powerful, you know, people with voices. And of change, you know, people inspirational. They're helping people. A lot of, you know, women who are doing doing amazing things. Basically, everybody but Yanni. Yeah, Yanni the Greek. But uh, I'm super <laughs> What's excited. That? What's
1: going on? No, you're, you're super good, you're excited
0: good. to have her on. And I'm super excited to have Yanni the Greek later. He got some good sports bets. And, you know, if we have time for him, you know, this guest, I'm not going to stop her. If she, you know, she got the whole hour if she wants well, it. And we'll go into overtime if we have
2: to until Mike calls the cops on us again.
0: Yeah, I'm sure, you know, we've had a lot of people uh, reach out to us. I know Marilena's really excited. And a lot of people have a lot of cool questions for her. So why wait? Let's bring her on live. Introduce. You she there? Yeah, you're good. Hey, shangri I can't see. They moved the screen. Sorry about that. Hey, shangri you there?
2: She might be on mute. You're on mute. I can't hear
3: There There you are. I hear you.
0: (laughs) Yeah. We
2: got you. Is it working?
0: Yes.
3: Okay. I'm new to this one. Well, thank you so much for inviting me. Thank you, Tim, Donnie. Appreciate it. How are you both?
0: We're awesome, man. We're, we're excited for you. We're really, uh, I can't lie. I'm excited. I'm excited too. there we go. Mike's fixing
2: the screen for us. Perfect. Thank you,
0: Mike. (laughs) Yeah. I couldn't see you on the screen. Um, yeah
3: i'm trying to figure it out to say forgive me if i'm like whoa what's going on
0: (laughs) so uh shangrile you're live from california you're out in california right or
3: yeah it's actually 4 p.m pacific time right now so i'm back to california
0: (laughs) you're like the third guest we had in a row that's from uh we have one california California. or no oregon all all different Ah, times so it's hard you know Keeping track of the, the different time—it's pretty cool. Our guest last week was Colorado. Yeah, you know I'm, I'm learning all about well, the time zone. So.
3: <laughs> yeah, both of you are in uh, Pennsylvania, right? Is that right? Yeah, we're in the Philadelphia area. Where yeah.
0: We do the show in uh, Southern New Jersey, is where the studio okay, is. Gotcha,
3: gotcha, gotcha.
0: Yeah, awesome. So we're we're a long way from you, <laughs> but you would never know with this setup Te- we got.
2: Technology nowadays, am yeah. I
0: right? So uh. Uh, enough about us people aren't listening for us i don't think <laughs> we we had a lot of viewers reach out and uh you know i i'm embarrassed to say but i didn't know your story until until they reached out and i've i've been reading about you yeah, i've been doing my homework that, and that's read, very
3: very nice of you <laughs>
0: uh, i love
3: i've done my best too <laughs>
0: <laughs> i love to, the inspiration to, read to you guys That's awesome. You seem like that kind of person. Even I told these guys, you seem like the person who everything you do in life, you prepare for, you take serious, you know, if it's the biggest thing or the smallest thing, you seem like that kind of person.
3: For the most part. Yeah. But you know, sometimes (laughs) I just want to chill and don't think about anything. Really. Sometimes (laughs) I just like, well, you know what? I'll just, for example, you know, when I, especially when I achieve something big, it's like next day, i'm chilling i don't want to think about anything so it's not always the time but yes for the most part yeah i i do want to you know do my best pretty much
0: so Shangriel, tell you know some of our guests not all of them know about you just uh tell us where where you're from why are you here you know sure you're better talking to me
3: (laughs) (laughs) well first of all uh thank you so much for having me in your uh podcast on uh, this radio and uh, appreciate to for everyone who's actually tuning in I really 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 appreciate it um, I'm coming from California so uh, as of now I've been here uh, for 20 years but I originally was from the Philippines so I grew up in the Philippines um, I was uh, I was an engineer for 15 years but then there's a point in time where I actually needed to quit my engineering because for me to actually pursue my passion. And that started when, especially when I made the Guinness world record as the fastest female to finish five Ironman in five consecutive days. That was 2015. So I'm not sure. I don't know a lot about wrestling or football. You guys do. <laughs> but, but with my with the Ironman, for the people who are listening, just to, uh, to educate people, it's like uh, it consists of 2.4 miles swim followed by 112 mile bike. It's not enough we run full marathon after that. So the Guinness World Record that I did in 2015 was actually five of those. So one Ironman each day for five consecutive days. Whew. There you go. <laughs> I don't even and think uh, I I a rode
2: bit- <laughs> a, sorry, I don't even think I rode a bike 112 miles in my life.
3: <laughs> That's awesome. You know what? I, I hear you because I actually used to not even own a bike back then, and I used and you to never swam. Yes, <laughs> I actually just learned how to swim uh, when I was already two thousand nine. Super scared. Yeah, I did yeah, my yeah. homework. You I did my homework. I couldn't believe yeah, that's exactly that.
0: That's that was so <laughs> crazy. You you, you didn't own a bike Five years. and you never swam, and then you know five years later. That's the first thing I told these guys. I'm an athlete. I, I know. You know. I've done professional sports. I know, you know. I I trained my whole life for him. You know, you you didn't you Good didn't know you. how to swim I in two thousand. You know, that's amazing. That tells you how determination is what I got out of it. You were just, you know, nothing was going to stop you.
3: Yeah, well, I am thankful that I found the sports because that's what actually helped me out heal in terms of my past, and I use that as a vehicle. And then, uh, so, yeah, so, but I started out, you know, even the running portion, the running portion, I honestly just started just, you know what, I was like, going to the treadmill, I did not know what I was doing. <laughs> I'm like, I will just do 15 minutes because that's all I can do. And then, but I saw this lady at the front of me, and she's like, she's running 30 minutes? How could she do that? That's insane. And then I start increasing. So I had no idea what that is. So that's where I actually started the running and the next thing, cycling. And then I was so scared about when, swimming. When was
0: this? Uh, what year did you start really preparing for this? Like getting. Yeah. Uh,
3: that Like triathlon itself or the running?
0: Yeah, the running. And, you know, you did the swimming. Oh, was that okay, 2009? Sure. Okay.
3: So, yeah. So, well, the running basically because I didn't want to lose weight. I, I didn't want to. I didn't want to gain weight. I didn't want to get fat. <laughs> That's basically <laughs> what that is. And then, um, you know, uh, so that was actually 20s already. You know, I grew up just saying, like, you got to do go to school. So I was so busy. Were you an I athlete? Was really, I did,
0: Were you an athlete no, growing up?
3: No, 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 I wasn't. I, I want to be.
0: <laughs> yeah, you are now. Want,
3: <laughs> you want wanted wanted to be. I wanted to be at the time. Yeah, at the time. But then, you know, like my parents said, like, you got to go to school, you got to earn money. And that I was just following it until like, you know what? You know, when I realized that I had to be, you know, true to myself, then, um, you know, I jumped on and I saw the uh, triathlon. And that was, you know, 2000, about 2009, 2010. That was the start. And uh, so, yeah, I was I found it more of just, you know, getting to know more people and actually oh there's more other than engineering so that's what uh that's that's actually the start uh where i was
0: all right so how how did you find out about the tryout did you see it on tv
3: sure yeah yeah yeah. so well actually it was more of like i just saw the people doing this oh you you actually bike after you swim but you know what i don't really want to swim because I am scared of swimming. I, I was scared of swimming in terms of like, you know, um, so if you put me before in a swimming pool, I need to touch the bottom of the, the floor. Like I have to. Otherwise, I would panic. So that was how I was back then. But then, you know, um, but then I said, like, I want to be a triathlete. They look so cool. They look like they are good looking. They, you know, they practice all this muscle parts and maybe I need to be cool like them. So I jumped on it. But it's like, you know, it what's good about it is that I didn't know what I didn't know. <laughs> it's good and bad. I didn't know what I didn't know. I'm like, you know, I'm like, you know what? If they can do it, I can do it too.
0: That's great. So though. Sometimes we yeah, need that. I, I like t- uh, sometimes the unknown is the best because maybe if you did know, maybe you would have been like, oh, I can never – I could never do oh, this.
3: Yeah. 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 Seriously. So that that was the good part about it. So at the same time, because I didn't have a lot of friends, I had to be the one learning from my own mistakes. So I had many mistakes. But then I had the mindset that, you know, I want to be the best athlete that I can be. And then to the point that it was actually... So I was just finishing my master's degree, working full time, and even have... Real estate back then, back in 2010, I also had my nonprofit organization. I was doing so many things. but then at the same time, not a lot of people knew during those times, I was struggling with my alcohol addiction.
0: So this was during I was struggling with: That was during yeah, that time. During: you
3: were. Yeah, during. And I was actually uh, in denial. no one knew about that. They basically I had these two personalities that were in I showed to people this i have the hat of the nerdy engineer get it all done <laughs> achieving have the master's degree smart and you know so i was functioning alcoholic for and when people don't see me they didn't know unfortunately yeah they didn't know and to me the only thing that i knew was that i wasn't healed with my past so with my past which I was abused as a kid from five years old to 19 years old. It was a long time not saying any of those things. Um, I almost end my life at 17 years old. And I thought I was fine because I was achieving things because people think that I was fine. I, but I can then relate. It didn't go back. Yeah. So it was, it was at 24 years old when actually everything came back. 24 years old when I was actually sexually assaulted. So, so Sorry to hear when, that. Just,
0: you know, we, we send our, our love to you. You know, I know this is a tough, tough you. subject. Subject.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it was at 24 years old when actually everything just came back at me. You know, like, you know how it is uh, for those who actually have experience, have had a horrible past. You like, especially when kids, they tend to like, just ignore it and then burn it so that it doesn't you, you wouldn't want it to see again feel again all the pain i was trying to do that instead i was like focusing on all these achievements working being a great engineer and suddenly sexually assaulted a 24 years old by a stranger in a parking lot defenseless and you know just like that's when it started like everything came back all the that first stuff. Thing,
0: all that stuff you tried to you know put down came yeah. up i can relate so much man I- I yeah. want to hear,
3: you know, the first thing, the first line that came up to me when I woke up, why me again? Yeah. That was the first thing. Why me again? The thing is that I said that because from five years old to 19, I was abused and I only had five years basically of being not abused or not being validated. And then at 24 years old, I said, why me again? And then that's when I lost trust with the higher power. Why me again? You know? So so that was back then. So I hated everyone. I was like, seriously. I went to optometrist and then like I, I couldn't believe. He's like a magician. I'm like <laughs> actually I said that. Because he was like checking my eyes and like and he asked me, Are you okay? I'm like, what? Because <laughs> he could see through my eyes, my hatred, my negativity, right through my eyes. It's like it reflected. But honestly, I didn't care about my life anymore. I was just living dead. And so, so I was actually max out credit. I was just drinking while driving. What, I know what was year bad. was this? What year was this around? That was uh, two thousand four. Two thousand four. I had PT, so I was diagnosed with PTSD. I had to. I wanted to graduate my electrical engineer, but I didn't graduate with my peers because I had PTSD, so I couldn't do anything. I locked myself up, and I actually couldn't function. I couldn't function in a way that I was just in bed, and I became like a child again, helpless, in a way that I felt something, and guess the only thing I could do was call my mom, because she was like in the same house. I had to go back to my mom, call my mom, and then say, I need you. And all that would actually make me feel good at the time, all that matters is that I told her, hug me. <laughs> so that, that's that's how it was that I had to go through uh, the PTSD. So that took a while, went through alcohol, tried to like go through life. And I put myself in risk wherein, I would actually be drinking, uh, partying, until you know whatever time that was. And then waking up somewhere, I didn't know, parked somewhere in I could have been raped again, but I didn't care. So that was back then. So that's the other side. That's the that's the other person that no one knew. And then I wake up Monday, show up. Actually, I was very good. Functional alcoholic. I said I was very good. I don't know if that was a good term. I was a very good <laughs> <No>, functional <I'm- laughs> alcoholic because i got promoted because i was a good engineer you know i was excelling in other life still
0: but that so. i think that probably even you know from my experience then everybody <laughs> nobody wants to help you because they're like you got everything going on you don't need help
3: exactly because you were exactly. so good
0: at at putting that mask on you know you were like two people yep, it's, cra- said
2: it. it's crazy how well you can live behind a mask
0: yeah me me and tim have been down you know yeah that that seemed you know different we all have our different traumas but we we did that and we, we put them masks on and you know part of the show we just took that mask off and we're just we love yeah you know letting it all out now a lot of stuff you know you, you probably haven't shared until you started doing this speaking exactly. and stuff right
3: yeah yeah well it, it had i had to heal first so at least the thing about it is that at least to me i wouldn't want to share negativity and of course i had that block. I don't want anyone to help me. I don't want. Any, I didn't want anyone to help me, and then so I was on my own world. So it took like, you know, ten, fifteen years. And I'm still growing until now. I'm still growing. And um, it was actually I think um, Marlena is actually actually. Yeah, you yeah, reading
0: reading that? First yeah, first she, first she first uh, we have questions that yeah, come
3: so this up. Is, this <laughs> is this this is pretty cool. I love your app. I didn't even I yeah. didn't <laughs> yeah. even know what to was the call. Point I didn't know, know. the guests um, could
2: read them. Just,
0: yeah, it says what actually, what was the turning point that made uh, you realize you needed to make a change for anybody who can't see it?
3: Okay. So, I, it's um, honestly, the turning point was when I was sexually assaulted. The turning point was the, the start and the beginning that I actually had something to work on with myself. Because that was the time when I was sexually assaulted, I got help. So, all throughout the time, all throughout my lifetime, I was on my own world. I didn't know that I needed help. But then at 24 years old, that's actually when I, the only time when I started getting professional help, which is, I didn't know that I needed psychiatrists. I know some people would be ashamed of it, but I needed that. I needed that. It was I was in pretty bad situation. Psychiatrist, registered dietitian. I had to go to rehab twice, and I have my behavioral uh, behavioral therapist. I have coaches. And I've depended on them to actually feel again. To so learn how to love myself because I put other people first before. Feel again because I numbed myself and I put the facade. I got used to it that, hey, I got a smile. Even though inside me, I was, it was really painful. So, you know, it had to go through. So what was the turning point? Sometimes, up to now, sometimes I actually say to myself, I know I had a bad time when I was sexually assaulted, but it was a blessing in disguise. It's crazy, right? The worst thing ever, and I felt like I actually hit the rock bottom, and I felt like I was a living dead. Now, that was a blessing in disguise. And I, although I didn't get justice, and it was so painful, I'm glad that was the turning point. Otherwise, I would have not gotten the help so that's that and the next one is that bum slowly gradually it's really hanging on and then looking into the positive thing that happens it's not perfect I mean until now it's life is not easy but that's what life is for you, you know There's, you learn how to live
0: without you know masking yes. that's the hardest part exactly. I, for me too I yeah learning yeah. how to live live I mean, life on life terms I think they say
3: yeah right right um the, the first time that actually helped out is that when I became more vulnerable, I started becoming more, uh, more vulnerable and actually open up. I started practicing that I need to speak my emotions. I need to have voice when I was with my therapist. And the next thing is that when I went to rehab, when I actually realized other people are actually having a hard time, I had to go to rehab twice. Whenever I do that, I had to take an off in my engineering work. I had to leave and then focus on myself. So I had to do that. Um, The main thing, the main thing, though, that really helped a lot. Yeah, thank you, Marilena. So the, the main thing that really helped a lot is that when I felt, it was actually 2014. So 10 years after that. 10 years. So, you know, like I'm... I found triathlon, trying to get by it, still healing, trying to get all the coaches I can learn from, all the help that I need, and still getting my master's degree, getting through life. It was the 2014. That's when I realized, and I'm like, I'm in front of my computer, and I said, like, huh, wow, I'm still alive, (laughs) Of all the crashes on my car, of all the rest that I put myself into, of all the... I could have been raped before, but wow, I could have been like just given up to myself and actually end my life so many times because I had, didn't have hope. So that was 2014. Another transitioning point beside that I found the triathlon It was 2014. The 2014, that was, I call it more of my calling, and I'm glad I listened to it. But then I was only able to listen to it when I really realized how blessed I have been. When I actually looked back, oh, cause I was like, you know, like I was in the rock bottom. I'm like, wow, I'm still alive. After all that, life is okay, I'm okay there's so many out there that's still suffering either physically, mentally, emotionally, financially, or just alone. And I'm like, whoa, we don't. And I actually consider myself as messed up. I was messed up. Like all these, all those things, I was messed up. And the people didn't know about that. So that was another turning point. It's 2014. You know what? If I was at the rock bottom before and right now, I'm kind of okay. It's not perfect. I want to help out. But then I said, like, how can I tell my story that life can be okay? It doesn't have to be amazing, you know, in 2014, because I was really regular average engineer athlete. I go nine to five run every now and then i was really average overall so i asked myself like how how can i tell my story so i can inspire and help people and i started thinking you know maybe i write a book <laughs> that was 2014 how about if i write a book if they read a book then more people would hear it but then i asked well there's so many books in barnes and noble and amazon why would they try or be interested about me like, why? Why me? I am really a nobody. And that's what I told myself. And guess what? My past, my story, that was my drive for me, that my drive really is for me to have a voice so I can inspire people by me telling the story so they can see that I am a living person, a living living person who went through the past and actually you know, made something different. But at the time I was in Guinness World Record. I was really a nobody. Uh and you that were was not, the point, not to, like okay.
0: Not to cut you off, but you were in the Guinness in 2015?
3: Just, yes, 2015. But I didn't plan for that. I didn't plan anything. Just woke up, one day,
0: were, <laughs> woke no, up one day and you were You just woke up one day and you broke a world record. <laughs>
3: So that that's another story. I didn't know that I broke the world record a week until a week after I finished the race. I had no idea. So basically, so 2014, I said to myself, you know what? I need to be the best athlete that I can be so they can, they can be cu- at least curious and look like, oh, who is this person? So that's basically it. And then once they look, oh, how did you do that? How can you be do, How can you do that? How, can you, how did you transform your life? And that's really was my drive. And then from there, you know, like, okay. And then I said, like, okay, so I hired coaches, really good coaches. And then not just, you know, triathlon coach. I hired a registered dietitian, personal trainer, because I really want, honestly, I just want to, to give my best on 2015 and retire. <laughs> I want to move on to the next chapter. <laughs> so, when, you know, when you put a deadline... I said, 2015, I'm going to do my very best. And that's why I give like, oh, you know what? I'm just going to, I'm investing in myself. I'm always investing in myself. So I invested on that. And I start thinking about if I want to be the best athlete I can be, why just as an athlete, you know what? I'm going to make 2000 be the best, 2015 be the best year. I want my life. I want my entire life to be the best life that it can be on 2015. So I hired life coaches. So I brought in life coaches. So it's all, so I'm just like, you know what I was doing? I was just like working. I followed the coach, feedback, their social media, but I'm like just, I'm more about action. I'm less of the talk. I had no idea. I was just, you know, like, and then, the, the Guinness World Record, actually, I didn't plan for it. It was the five Man in five consecutive days. I had many failures in sports. So that was actually in Mexico, uh, 2015, and it was in October. Back then, um, you know, I showed up, and I was the underdog. And guess what? I was smiling. People were looking at me. Why? Why are you so happy? You're doing... Five Iron Ironman. And there's actually, there was actually Hurricane Katrina in oh. Mexico that week. It was raining wind. He's like, why are you smiling? And then, you know what I said? Because I feel so lucky, you know? And then I talked to the athletes. I said, you know, I've been following you guys. I read you in the book. You guys are legends and I'm here with you. They were legends. Like, wow. You know, I, I honestly it was like, I feel so, I felt so blessed just to be there. And to me, I just, I just want to finish, because I had no idea what I was doing. <laughs> of course, I trained, but it was my first time. I was really underdog. So, so that was the uh, the record. I mean, so what happened was that so it was really, really hard. After five days, I didn't know that other people actually quit because it was so hard. I mean, it's you know, just talking about the distance is twelve total of twelve mile swim. 560 mile bike and 131 miles run for five days. And
0: everybody and I, uh, everybody uh, was sorry, every, there was other people who were supposed to do it in five days, yeah, not yeah, just yeah, you. Yeah.
3: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. There were people who was doing 10 at the time, actually. <laughs> and then five people. So people are so this are like very like like small group of people, but it's an organized race. But because it's just so hard, you know, you really have to train for it. And then so but then there's hurricane katrina i didn't know that other people actually quit so when i woke up saturday i realized i only that's the only time that i learned that i actually podiumed and i was the i actually was the only female who finished the race with among the top males so so i was really happy i'm like wow i can't believe this one saturday I, I was back to the airport because you know remember I'm an e- i was an engineer yeah. so you know so it was about 84 hours 84 hours of actually swimming and biking and running that week <laughs> so that was saturday what you i'm work? like okay <laughs> yes yeah, that's crazy <laughs> <I still, like, laughs> that numbers we just can't great. get over that <laughs> <laughs> so so it's like it's actually more than the hours i put in in my engineering because it was (laughs) over 80 hours (laughs) so and then plus me the hurricane so you know so I came back I was in I was in the airport and then because I was an engineer I only I really had limited vacation I also had limited money so I went back Monday I had no idea that I broke the world record I was just like working as an engineer back to the work and then Friday I got bored like what what am I doing now? Because, you know, I'm still I was still recovering. And that's when I actually like during my research, I found out like, did I break the world record? So I was like and I wasn't sure about it. So I actually messaged my coach. Coach, can you check this numbers? <laughs> did I break the world record?
2: I get confused so, sometimes, so too, I- when I think I broke a world record.
3: <laughs> yeah, you talk about
0: it. You talked about it. No nonchalant. Like, yeah, did I break a world record? <laughs>
2: this, is, this is huge do you realize this is huge it slips my mind sometimes
3: I, I couldn't yeah so i couldn't believe it so it was just like friday night after work i couldn't believe it did i just break the world really so that's why i said i didn't plan for anything all i was doing is every single day i was doing my best and my best is not always you know the best of the best it was just the best for that day and based on what I've learned, it's just like you know, I give my best for today and I move on to the next day. So I really do my best to be present on that day. If I'm, I don't live tomorrow. I know I can tell myself that I've done my best. So yeah. So I told, oh, I guess I broke the world record. Now, <laughs> so that was it happens. Part. So how, how did that feel? <laughs> not the
0: not the cut. How did how did that feel before we go on? Like you you, you shared your past, and I I, had, I appreciate you you yeah. sharing that. You went through all that that trauma all that stuff and you finally you know now you're at this point where out of nowhere you're you won you're the best you want how did that make you feel was it
3: um actually well to me so i realized 2015 i thought i was going to retire but actually it was a start (laughs) of about you know like my athlete career so that was the only start so um that transition knowing and realizing that i can be actually the best athlete that i can be and actually i could break a world record that was was like gas on the fire that That
0: was like gas on the fire right
3: yeah Yeah. i mean I, i i'm like wow so i guess i'm capable so you know i was i still couldn't believe but that was a transition wherein i started like okay people are looking at me and they they probably think that i was like it was just you know like coincidence and then now I had to like really completely change my mindset and then ever since then 2015 I mean 2014 when I realized I was blessed I'm like I I have been doing the best I can I've been doing the best that I can on basically on all the areas that I've committed myself so first I commit and then I give my best if I feel that I'm just putting a half ass and not like putting my best there then, you know, maybe, you know, it's some other time. And uh, so right now, when I realize that, that I'm on the other end, that I've seen the transition, now whenever I see athletes just like me, that I help them or like athletes who are, or individuals who are like, who didn't know like what they're capable of or like maybe they're rock bottom, they're, they hit the rock bottom or like feeling hopeless. I was there. I know how it felt. How does that feel?
0: How does that feel when you know, you know, we can relate? How does that feel when you know somebody was at that rock bottom? Because it's hard, you know, not not to make one person's trauma, but you know, when you've been through so much, it's hard to relate to other people. But when you see somebody else at that, that you can kind of relate. How does it feel when they tell you, like you, were one of the reasons that they carried out of this dark, dark spot? How everything you've been through, how does that make you feel?
3: You know. I'm having actually goosebumps if you say that (laughs) because I could completely relate to it. When I see a person, it's like it touched my soul and my heart. And I just want to hug that person. I just really like, I want to be with that person. So because, yeah, and that's why I put it in action to be always of service. Not, Not sure. It's a great training, right? It's a good training for me as, as an athlete. But at the same time, I think that a person can only last on that arena of sports when they're really truly passionate and they're living in, pur- in purpose. So to me, um, when, whenever I do sports, it, it has a purpose. And I always think of those people who I can inspire, truly inspire, not just actually, honestly, it's just motivate is a great thing. But I would love to see people just to be in action, just to at least try, and or to hang on it, or to listen to it until suddenly something clicked, just just like what happened to me. Because sometimes it takes a long time. It take it could take a long time. But then once you actually find the light and slowly, gradually transform, to me I feel very, very happy. I feel that I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing.
0: You, you can't fake that. That's
3: what actually you, no, you can't fake no, that. You know,
0: I, I'm, I'm great at, I call myself great from all my experience at reading people. And you can tell when somebody's real. I, I think I can. And people can see, you know, they can see when your heart's really into yeah. what you're doing. People aren't stupid. They, yeah. they can tell somebody that's real. Oh, yeah. And they're drawn. Yeah. Yeah. They're drawn to that. That's why people are drawn to you, I, I think.
3: Thank you. Thank you. I really, I really appreciate that. Because ever since I actually had some help, you know, my purpose, my, my intention and my goal is to be like, be true to myself because if i'm not true to myself i'm not i'm not serving myself with my healing and continuous recovery so to me you know like i tell even the individuals you know i wouldn't sugarcoat anything if i say something good that means i'm really 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 happy about it <laughs> if i'm saying like i'm disappointed i'm just being honest i don't sugarcoat things because i really want to be true to myself and i respect you know, especially if the person trusts me, I, I carry that respect too, yeah.
2: One thing that I, I read about you that totally blew my mind was you essentially trained for a man in Switzerland while in rehab. Sure. The only thing I ever did in rehab was gain oh, 20 Lord. pounds. <laughs>
3: <laughs> wow. I am so uh, – that's awesome that you read that. Yeah, it's one of my – I had to do – I had to take care of myself. It's actually, I think it's one of those, it could be, I wanted to tell you that for high achievers, a, trying to achieve something big could be a detrimental to one's health. We have to watch ourselves. And at the time I wanted to achieve something big, but I wasn't, I, I wasn't fully be the person to actually train for that decamate without me healing with my alcohol addiction. It wasn't making me happy. So when the time when I knew that I was training for it and it's the peak training, every time I woke up, I was beating myself up and I didn't like it because in my head, I was telling myself, you want to break the world record again? You want to finish that decathlon? But guess what? You can't even give up your alcohol. And that hurts me every single morning. People didn't know about that as i was still not out about my alcohol then and but then i told myself i got to stop this one i keep hurting myself cuz i was beating myself up not physically but emotionally mentally my soul was hurting so i had to choose even though i had to train i surrendered and actually had to go to rehab for the second time and then at the rehab this
0: was started this was after you I, already accomplished the the world record is the second time so that yeah. yeah that yes you know
3: you your your, your chronological timing dude <laughs> that's crazy
0: <laughs> you're making yes. me feel good uh yeah,
3: yeah yeah so actually yeah so i was still having a problem with so here you are you know like, some okay. people
0: think like even when i was in like pro yeah. wrestling people think like oh this guy's living the, his dream he's like you know he must have the best life ever and, yeah, you know, yeah. deep down, yeah. you know, if we don't fix the problems inside us completely, uh, I can I can be the richest, the most famous person. But uh, we've seen every everybody's capable you. of of that weak moment or that not weak moment, but come into their demons or whatever you want to call it.
3: Yeah. So, yeah, 2016, I was I was doing my best to focus on the recovery. So I still follow the structured, So it's structured schedule basically from like eight eight a m to i think five p m all about alcohol recovery alcohol addiction recovery between those times there's like thirty minutes i go to my I would go to my room and then train there's a trainer and I would cycle while the other people are hanging out be you know smoking cigarette or just journaling but that's what I would do or I would go to the gym and then you know my coach would tell me you need to you need to log in six hours of cycling, and I was in rehab. You know what I was doing, and that's why I had to put in forty minutes, forty minutes. basically, I was just doing the best I can with whatever I have left and guess what there's no youtube there's no there's, you had you had no technology. no internet,
0: no
2: cell phone correct depends how fancy the yeah. rehab is
0: I read you, I think yeah. I read that you didn't you
3: weren't <laughs> no i didn't no com- no com- no computer. So I didn't have my Netflix. I was on my own mm. world, <laughs> in my room, quiet. I can't even contact anyone. I can't get out. I didn't have a car. I had to stay in the rehab. And the same thing. I went to the gym, but the gym has, you know, like, hey, you can't stay too long. There's curfews. It's already go to bed. That's what I had to go through. I had to go through. it, And then I went to shower. Sometimes showers, cold. I said, when it, the cold, cold water in the sh- in the shower, I said like, "Good training. You need this one." <laughs> so I just, I, I just suck it up. So everything else is just, you know, I was just like, "I need this one. I need to take care of myself." Yes, I was in rehab before I actually showed up for that Deca Man in Switzerland in two thousand sixteen, which is actually crazy. It was ten Iron in ten days, and you and I invested a lot of money there. So I, I officially finished, by the way, only eight because I had my. My uh, my back. You had an injury, right?
0: Your Pinch. your pinched nerve.
3: Yeah. 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 So it was. Uh, I didn't like that one. So it's like actually it was on ninth day, and then I only need to finish ten miles to get to the tenth day. I'm almost there, but then it was just so bad, pinched nerve on the back. It was so bad. So, but I was so happy to actually even finish eight after training on my pick training in the rehab. I don't know who else would do that.
0: I broke I, oh, I broke a sweat. Out. I broke a sweat just listening to you. <laughs> I mean, it, it's Tim's it, over here. He
2: we, we did a good job. Normally, when I get out of rehab, I just lay in fetal position for a couple of days. So it's like,
0: <laughs> you know, yeah, God. we've been there. That that has to be, you know, people don't go to rehab because everything's great. You mm. know, let's be honest. People go because they're having a problem. So for you to go from this yeah. this point that was so bad that, you, you know, I had to go get the help and then to go to 10 10 doing eight of them
2: literally when i read it yeah. i amazing. had a, I had to stop i read it again read it again that should be
0: a world record then
2: turned to donnie and was like yo did you see this
0: is so, guinness book of yeah. world records are you listening we want a new world record <laughs> eight of them yeah decathlon i don't want to say decathlon a month out of rehab a month out of rehab has anybody else done that we got Mike. Let's ask our producer if you can look up anybody has done eight decathlons out of rehab. I
2: can barely read a book out of rehab.
0: <laughs> you still can't read a book.
2: Yes, yeah.
3: You know, and actually, um, yeah, eight Ironman in eight days. So, so although I didn't finish the ten, I was so happy about that. But it was like just back to back. So I went to rehab. I said, okay, I feel blessed. I'm better. And actually, I was in my with my therapist also during those races because i need to be on track my 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 therapist said hey you need to look for uh AA there in switzerland i'm gonna do my best so you know so that's that and then the other um uh, uh it, it wasn't so
0: one not, not to one cut you off
3: after another uh, not to cut yeah, you off cause... but
0: I, I like so you went to AA meetings in switzerland or
3: uh online online more of hearing yeah, yeah, yeah hearing.
0: you can get them everywhere to. that's like the new thing now yeah, too so you did online. Yeah, mine. No, yeah,
3: COVID. Yeah.
0: And I don't want to <laughs> so call you I off. I just thought that. that was, you know.
3: Oh, no, no, no. That was yeah, something yeah. So real I had, interesting. I had, I had to do that. And, uh, you know, so to some athletes that were actually who did not finish what they wanted to achieve, which is what I wanted to stand. So I was actually, they labeled me as more of did not finish, even though I got eight, which is which is what has to be, right? But then the next thing that happened Believe, guess what I got fired from my job, <laughs> so that was back to back. I went to rehab. I did not finish the ten, but I finished eight, but the next thing is that I got fired from my job, so it was like and that was the time you know what? I'm gonna make this coaching works because a lot of other athletes need me, and that's when I actually that's when this started of you know like officially officially just giving it everything I said. I'm not going to depend on anyone. I said I'm going to. I'm going to make it happen. So I get it from scratch. I just build the coaching, and that's since what then, you, you know, I've been helping. Tell people uh, I'm a little familiar.
0: Uh, Feisty Fox, yeah. I think it is.
3: Yeah, yeah. So Feisty tell, Fox Coaching.
0: Feisty Fox. So you became a, a life coach, or uh,
3: yeah. So it's actually triathlon endurance coaching, and uh, what's about it actually? So they asked me like why why feisty fox where did that came from and then that's actually been asked uh, to me so so many times and the thing about it i think i lost you there you go so you know uh feisty fox is actually it started off when i was trying to achieve goals so there you go yeah, yeah we got it so on. i was trying to achi- we yeah, got a good producer don't so, we
0: that's not us we don't <laughs> I know, guys, i'm not i'm not that smart <laughs>
3: You guys are so good with technology. You guys are awesome. I was trying to do it myself. <laughs> Not us. So, yeah. That's Toxic so, Radio. Feisty.
0: That's Toxic Mike. Thank you, Toxic uh, Mike.
3: Yeah, so they asked me, like, why Feisty Fox? So, well, uh, the, actually, the story behind that is that when I started achieving for bigger goals, there you go, that's the Feisty Fox manifesto so that actually is important. Um, when when I started with a Feisty Fox, you know, why Feisty Fox? And the main reason why that feisty fox came about is because when I was trying to achieve those big goals, people saw me, who is this girl just like who's underdog who didn't know how to swim or who didn't own a bike and suddenly aiming for big goals. And then you're feisty. And then because everyone's just like going like negativity, you can't do that. You know, you're already old. How can you do that? You know, just, just chill. And then, but then because i still keep on going hard on my dreams and my goals they they kind of labeled me as feisty which is kind of like oh okay feisty so I, I now i put together it it's rhyming more so it's feisty fox coaching now that feisty fox
0: and people can can actually, find it on online feistyfoxcoaching.com or
3: yes so it's feistyfoxcoaching.com there you go and that's what so we have up on the internet through, yeah yeah. So, you know, with the Feisty Fox, uh, with the Feisty Fox coaching, uh, ever since then, it went from just being me to actually the Feisty Fox, how I see it. These are the individuals who had horrible past. These are the individuals who actually didn't know what they're capable of or who are just beginning in sports, who had no idea, but they want to be the best athlete that they can be. So feisty fox is more of athletes or individuals who want to get into triathlon or endurance who want to improve their fitness, but they didn't know how, and and also these are the individuals who are who are, their friends and family didn't think that they're capable of something bigger. So that's basically the feisty fox. And now, um, I've given everything 100, percent and the way I do things with the feisty fox, it's not just actually just training. So, it actually, what I go for, I help athletes with training, which is swim bike and run, and then the next thing is nutrition. So I help athletes with nutrition. Next thing is body maintenance, which includes injury prevention, mobility, strength workouts, strength, which is triathlon focus, mental fitness, and race strategy. Some other coaches or trainers only do training, but based on my experience, it has evolved that I do believe it needs five. And actually, that's one of the things that uh, this is what I've actually. H-
0: hold up. You, you oh, hit your you hit your medals behind you. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I know. they're still there. Yeah, yeah. They're,
0: they're just there. You know, Guinness Book of World Records <laughs> medal. That Tim, that's kind of like your place, right? You got really? Tim got his Olympic gold medal. And
3: there you go. Yes. <laughs> yes.
0: Tim doesn't have yeah. an Olympic gold so- medal. <laughs> continue I, I bought one off of ebay you don't know shit oh, so continue
3: <laughs> All right. so so yeah so on this book uh, that I've co-authored it was actually best selling <laughs> and uh, I couldn't be. Oh, so remember I told you 2014 I said you know what I really want to have a voice and this was the start so I've co-authored a book, Million Dollar Story. And it was actually published uh, May of this year. And he hit best uh, bestseller status in Amazon. And in this one, it tells you the story of how actually, how I've turned myself. It's actually what I just told you, but right here. <laughs> but how I've turned myself. How can you transform from a non-athlete to a Guinness World Record holder? And... This is the story where I said it. And at the same time, I, I gave tools of how what, what are the most important things. And then I quoted here, and I said, why be average when you can be your best? And that's always been my thing. And Why be average in all my areas if we can be your best? Because the thing is that, like for example, if you have 24 hours, you have only one hour to do your workout or to do something or to be with your family, Right. Why would you be average when you can put your best? But that's something that we tend to forget because we're just so busy. And But then we can get the most out of that one hour if you actually really put attention to it and be present for it. I hope that's not so much.
0: No, not at all. <laughs> I, I
3: love
0: it. I love how you said uh, one thing, your best. You know, I tell people, you know, I always wanted to be the best, you know, which was awesome. But. Sometimes, you know, when I didn't become the best, you know, I rated myself wrestling. I wanted to be better than Hulk Hogan, The Rock, you know, you know, these people. But I know these people. Then, <laughs> then if I wasn't, then I, I almost felt like I, I let myself down. But I like how you say your best, you know, just we're, we're, it's all about yeah, us. Yeah, your you know? best,
3: your own best. Yeah, that's and why I love I noticed when best. you said,
0: you said, you're, you never said the best, you said your best. and
3: Your best, your best. And that best is flexible it's about it's you who define that and a lot of uh, a lot of individuals actually back off on being the best because they get scared they could fail they could disappoint themselves but if you reframe that yeah if you and then also there's so much pressure there's so much stress at least that's some of the individuals who back off to the being the best but if we reframe that best to a different definition that best can be flexible For example, for today, if you're really stressed out, if you did your, you know, if you really like, if you're so busy with your work and let's say you, you, your best can actually vary depending on the circumstance for that day. Okay. So for example, if you're really tired, all you can do is your best considering that you're tired, but you're still doing your best. It's not like you're a failure. Right. So that's basically what I wanted to, like, just emphasize. So that's the what best. you tell,
0: like anybody, yeah. anybody listening, watching, you know, you just tell them, you know, be be your best. Don't be average. You know, I know. Yeah. That would be your message to our yeah. viewers.
3: Basically. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I do think the main thing is that whoever's like trying still lost or trying to find their purpose or like, w- what can I do in my life? you know just keep chugging in don't just keep looking for to me i've found mine by being true to myself by really aiming that you know what i just really want to be happy i just really want to love myself that's happiness love peace of mind you
0: look happy those are
3: the three things oh i am very happy Those are. everybody says that about me they're like they're
0: like you always got a smile on Donnie, you know well, I'm happy, and then yeah. even days I might not be happy. I yeah. still have to smile because I don't know other people might be going through hard times, and they see my smile, even though my life I might be going through something yeah. horrible. I smile. Oh, I love you because I know it can affect them. You know, I owe that yes. to them. At least if I had a bad day, at least somebody saw me and they thought I was happy, and it made their day better.
3: I love you, Donnie. Uh, that's the way I am. Seriously, like I just, I, to me, I want to pass on positivity if i'm i'm pretty negative on that day then i'll rely on to my loved ones to help me out. Hey, help me. Uh, and then but i will not pass on like when i'm like hateful, you know, no. No, that's we don't need that right now. We're done with that. So just
0: be positive <laughs> to our viewers. Uh we had a lot of viewers. We we also had a question from a viewer. Uh what, somebody out there that they're going back to what you said uh, you, you do a lot of awareness for uh women going through uh violence and children abused children and women somebody they know somebody yeah. out there somebody's going through that maybe that person's in denial but one of their friends somebody wants to help them what what can they do i know we're off sub subject here but people yeah people have brought that up what can they do is there how can they help somebody going through sometimes so people like, example, are you know they don't have a voice or they're scared what can they do
3: yeah you're telling you're, you're asking like for example let's say There's this person who wants to help another person who they believe that actually going through. Yes. Is that right? Yes. And they might
0: be in denial about it or they're scared.
3: Show love. Show love. Show that they can be heard. Show that it's okay to feel or to cry. Show that it's okay to be weak at times. But you need to show it in action in in a way that you actually open up and actually really listen instead of judging instead of like, you know, like it's different when you're like. So, for example, if a person you see that already that's happening, my suggestion is actually listen, really listen to feel, to see, encourage that person to feel and to actually express that back to you in a way that they could actually lower their guards and they can express that emotions. Because once they start expressing that emotions to you, it offload their the weight on them and it helps them already. And that's the start. Once that's done, that actually requires trust that you would love that person, that it's okay to open up. Because these people can be like, no one's going to listen to me. What's the point? Why do I need to actually need help? But that's what, that's the turning point. Once they see the hope that you're actually listening and you're not trying to like give advice, advice, hey, hey, I'm right. I'm right. Do this, do that. You know, once they start listening, then they'd be like more open to actually what can they do. But definitely it's more of uh, being sensitive that's- or kind of like nudge it, you know, like, what do you really like to do? Well, maybe we can take a walk, right?
0: That's that's great it's advice. It's not like
3: you're focusing. Yeah, you're. It's not like you're focusing about the problem. You're focusing on the positive. What can this person take? Maybe just a tiny bit that would actually change their emotions or the way they think about their day. Maybe we can take a hike. Hey, that's pretty cool. How about yoga online? <laughs> <laughs> you know, something like online that. Online yoga. So yes. Yeah, so, so, yeah, so thank that, you for answering
0: that's that's that. Cool. Uh, Sangrella, yeah. I honestly, I, I could sit here for another two hours with you.
3: <laughs> I know. Uh, unfortunately, you know, I like thought that? we
0: were going to do 30 minutes. <laughs> it's going quick. Anything, you know, I'm we're, so we're about time to, time. We're, we're about to, you know, be off. But uh, anything you want to get across uh, before we get you out of here?
3: Sure. Uh, well, first of all, thank you so much, Hungry for Hope. I'm glad that we actually connected.
0: I'm so if there's happy. there's
3: anything, any, anything at all that I can help, Hungry for Hope, I would love to help because it helps me, myself. And, and it makes me happy.
0: I, I want to thank Marilena. Mar- are- was the first one who brought us up to you. Oh well,
3: Yeah, thank you, Marilena. Thank Mar- you. Yeah, you. I appreciate We'd it. We'd like to thank her. Yeah. And, and anyone who's listening, if this one actually moved you, inspired you, you know, just... Please feel free to connect with me. And if there's anything, again, I can help. I'm really, they say, they, you know, like to me, I'm more about helping and I'm open to that. So, so please don't hesitate to help me uh, to, to actually connect with me and yes, to be happy, be positive and really stay true to your, to yourself.
0: That's awesome, man. Uh, we want to thank you. I know me personally, uh, I want to thank you, Tim. Uh oh, definitely.
2: Thank you for coming on. Tim. We we enjoyed the story.
0: We, we also had our, our sports and gambling expert in the house. Uh, you know, okay. he listened and he, he's giving me thumbs up. Yanni, the Greek is here. Yeah. He well, loved it. Yanni. I think his mic's off, but, uh, Yanni the Greek wants to thank you.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I was trying to uh, just kind of do some research here, but I would I would put the pen down every now and then and just kind of like look thank
0: across you. the table like, I appreciate like whoa. It. Like, he you was almost in it. the Guinness Book of World Records before for uh, most parlay sports bets lost in a day.
3: <laughs> whoa, yeah, oh, I can't beat that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but uh, we'd like to thank you so much. Uh, thanks for giving us your time and your message. And uh, have, have a wonderful night.
3: You too. All See right, you. Bye. Bye, everyone. Bye. Night.
0: That was awesome, Tim. What do you think about that? We're killing it with guests. My God, how did we get a podcast like this? What did we do wrong or right to have this this thing? You know, I'm being soft here, but I love what we got going on big time. I might not love you, but I love this.
2: No, but what our, our fans are demanding right now is Yanni's picks.
1: Yanni the Greek, they want his picks. Oh, you kept me around here long enough. I guess. It's <laughs> get some
2: picks, so, so, me, and, uh, me no. and Yanni were talking during the interview. Yes. And I demanded his pick because I've said since it started a day and the game already started. So, I'm glad I did this. No problem. I demanded a pick from him. Good. I had a, a little couple dollars in the FanDuel account from winning a bunch of little bets. And I told him I'm trusting him so much that I'm going to wager the 175 in my account on one game. That game he chose was the Orlando Magic plus seven
0: and a half.
1: Oh, you're putting it all on there, are you? Put it all.
0: That's NBA game for anybody who doesn't know.
2: Uh,
1: hey, I, I, will, I will say that, uh, yeah, I felt better about that before I got the Michael Carter Williams news. Uh, however, uh, that Orlando Dude, you team. You
2: are a fucking real piece of shit, huh? Not, well, he, well,
1: he's not their starter, number <laughs> one. Uh, he's, he's not that big a piece, but uh, it is important. And it kind of goes into what I'm going to talk about later. But that Orlando team has been playing. Lights out. Um, even after Jonathan Isaac's injury goes out, I don't know what they're cooking with down there. Of course, they uh, still
2: got Shaq down there, right?
1: And of course, they are the—they <laughs> do not. Uh, but of course, they are the penny t- penny there? Of, of course, they—they they do not have Penny Hardaway now. What the? Um, what are you doing to me? But they are—I uh, guess the home hosting kind of team there. And yeah. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's the home cooking. But they've been—they've uh, been a really kind of overperforming team. This isn't to take anything away from Toronto, who's uh, fighting for positioning there in uh and the tight east, but uh, I I, I like them plus eight. I would have liked them at full strength, maybe to even pull this game out. The line moved a little bit after the injury, about a point. It moved to eight instead of seven. Take that point. I I think they play a tight. A lot of these NBA games have been real close. They've been really good, man. This restart's been really great. There's been some Good Sixers basketball. can't
2: cover the spread for sure. The Sixers though.
1: can't, although they did make a nice little surge today and ended up beating the Wizards. But, but they, they had, they had didn't to make cover it dif- that spread. They had to make it difficult because you know they wouldn't be the Sixers if they if they didn't. But uh, yeah, they look a little better after that debacle I, against the I, Pacers.
2: I would bet on Joel Embiid scoring the first basket, and he missed that tipping. He
1: just, <laughs> just missed it. He did end up with thirty.
0: Guys, fuck him. I'm I'm sorry. I had to I had to get up because I I heard something very I had to leave. Because, Tim, hold up. What you said, you're going to make a bet. You're going to match Yanni? I ma- gonna- no, no, I bet
2: it. I took everything in my FanDuel and wrote it on the And Orlando what are you going to do? You
0: know, you told me something about that bet. What are you going to?
2: If Yanni's right, which is like, by the grace of fucking God, he might be right. We're going to put it. We're going to donate that, that winnings to charity. You're going to
0: donate oh. that winnings to charity. And since we had Shangri-La on, you told me, you know, you want to charity, charity that has to do with charity her. Some, her choice. Something, you know, hopefully, you know, for abused children or women. And that is why I got up. Because, Tim.
1: I mean, if you guys put that pressure on me. I am going to match you.
0: I'll write a check. It's fucking. I'll
2: give you cash. I don't care. It's 2020. Who still has a checkbook? What are you, Grandpa Donnie? (laughs) Let's do it.
1: Well, uh, Orlando Magic, uh, if if you're listening out there, all right, this game means a little bit more now. You should have
2: made sure that MC Dub was in the game Uh, before you took that. To be
1: fair, even after I found it out, it was still on my list. Like I said, I respect the way that Orlando team's playing right now. It's not to take anything away from court from him. advantage. For, uh, sure, I guess. I mean, whatever they're doing, it's working for. I them I agree, right Adam. Like so. if he
2: if he fucks this up, if he's wrong. There's a lot of money not going to charity. And well, that's
1: I'll, on him. I've already lost this podcast a lot of money, so uh, so I guess I'm going to have to bounce back. You know, broken clocks uh, right two times a day or whatever. But I do have a few more picks as well as yeah. Uh, you know I mean, uh, which way do you want to go on this year? Uh, let's I,
0: hear, manny. You got picks? Our last guest had uh, world records. Yeah, like, uh, well, uh, well, cool. Do you have any I, world records? No, or do no you cool.
1: Just cool. Have picks? No, <laughs> absolutely cool. Just just put me on. Just put me on after the world record. The way order. you that's, described that's
2: that about your picks, you told me you go both ways.
1: Yes. Okay.
2: That's <laughs>
1: pretty <laughs> uh, <laughs> right. Tell them picks, well, young. Well, it. Looks like those stand-up classes are working for you <laughs> At least now. we <laughs> got
2: some we got 15 minutes, we got an extra 10 minutes of fuckery because I put yeah. a knife to Mike and had some all right, some yeah. weird pictures
1: Brain's of them.
0: Supposed to be on the air. Right yeah, now. our I, I, I got, at eight. We can do whatever we want. Listen,
1: listen. All right, so it's eight oh five. So, uh, so some of the themes of this show, right, is getting better, right, and improving yourself through mistakes that you had made, right? You made a so, lot, And I've made a lot of mistakes already just on this podcast. Uh, so, this we're gonna grow here. All right, we're all about growing here. I'm gonna give you. <laughs> He's using our our give, motto. I'm gonna give you a little bit of advice. I'm gonna I'm gonna to try to hit all angles here. All right, so I'm gonna start out. Uh, and this one is your choice, uh, you know, viewer out there. You can either do tonight's game or tomorrow's game. But one of these games, Colorado is going to cover the run line over the San Francisco Giants. Colorado's playing out of so their mind. So is baseball? it baseball?
2: Or is it either uh, for one? For me, it's like both. Like, you got to flip the fuck. Let me court. tell you what.
1: For me, it's both. But they covered last night, the run line. And it's hard to believe that they're going to cover it three times. But Colorado's playing out of their mind. And the Giants just like, I don't know. They aren't right. You know what I mean? They, they certainly aren't the Giants that we kind you
2: wouldn't of. Say, you would say they weren't Giants.
1: They were not. They're not giant. No, they're not what you expect. You know the. Uh,
2: it's a big name candy. to live up to.
1: It is exactly. Oh, I see what you did there. Yeah. Oh, man, look at you making your dollars worth it. All right. So the next one was uh, was the Orlando game. We're good there. Uh, Thursday, tomorrow night. Uh, I like Dallas over the Clippers. Um, I'm gonna tell you to take the spread, the plus four, because uh, the Clippers are coming off of a pretty embarrassing loss to the Suns there. So you know they're gonna kind of be hungry, but this Dallas team's good. This Tails team's good, and they can score. Uh, they'll So they'll, they'll light up the uh, scoreboard there. Uh, I like them plus four uh, over the Clippers. Uh, Friday is saying in the NBA, the San Antonio Spurs over the Utah Jazz. Um, the Spurs, uh, obviously the Sixers just beat them, uh, but the Spurs are playing real well. They're playing everybody real tough, and something's off about this Jazz team. Now, the Rudy Gobert, Donovan Mitchell, um, you know, rift after the COVID thing. They say it's Gabe all. Gabe t-
0: can't coach is what our fans are saying. It's
1: it's uh you know it's take Big they daddy say daddy Adam just girls.
0: said Gabe can't coach.
1: Oh, uh, for the Giants, he means yeah. yeah. Well, uh, hey, listen, I, I picked what I picked, so <laughs> he, he
0: pick what he picked, AJ.
1: Uh, it, it's not it's not with bias. It's just watching the games. Um, so that's, uh, that's all it is. Um. Yeah, uh, so back to the Spurs. Uh, Spurs are playing real well. Something's Tim Duncan's off. still there? Tim Duncan's not there. Mm. Tim
0: Kudges Tim is here.
1: Um, the um, the Utah Jazz just look off. I don't know what it is. They say that rift's gone, but like... Ever I, since they lost John Stockton. They haven't. <laughs> it it's been a long time. And and the, the Jazz were a good team. It's just... I, I don't know if it's the COVID thing. I don't know if there's some bad blood or whatever's going on, but something doesn't look like they're all there. They're not really playing well as a team, and that's what they kind of like did last year, that, that big run they made. Yeah. They were playing as a team. So, um, All right, we'll move to the NHL for you uh, hockey heads out there. Uh, also, by the way, Flyers, big win. Jay- I know Jamie's not here today. He's on vacation, some- but yeah. I know he enjoyed that. You hear that, Mo? There we go. You
0: hear that, Mo? There we go. Nah.
1: Uh all right, but I do have Colorado uh over Dallas. Uh that is tonight. Uh, in fact, that game probably started already. Um This is the sure. NHL.
2: I bet yeah. the live line everybody.
1: Did you? Okay. Yeah. No, no, uh, oh, no, no, Colorado's up to nothing. So there you go. I spent all my money on that's uh Orlando, uh,
2: so we'll all. say
1: Got gotcha. you. Uh, I do like Vegas over St. Louis tomorrow in a uh, what should be a hell of a hockey game. The Blues
2: now. just won the Stanley Cup. They did. It? Oh. they did. They uh,
1: did. This is this is the qual or uh, sorry, not the qualifying round, the round robin round for seeding in the NHL. Is Cujo still a goalie on the Blues? I don't think so. No. How no, don't know? What year do you think it is, Tim? Uh, <laughs> All right. Yanni,
0: you don't ask the questions on our show. You just answer the questions.
1: <laughs> I got you. All right, Johnny. Quit yelling at me. Uh, I got one more uh, pick left. Uh, Friday, uh, I have the uh, Florida Panthers um, tying up the series against the New York Islanders. Uh, I cannot tell you what that spread is. It's too. It's a little too far out. But I do think that they. What
0: win it. can you tell us? Yeah,
1: I'm, I'm. Contrary to what you might want to build on this show, I am not a bookmaker. All right, Dad. Uh, so. He's
0: not a bookmaker. We had a lot of people. Yanni is a a legal good. Upstanding citizen. <laughs> All
2: right, so I, I we didn't talk about this before the show, but I'm going to go off the cuff a little bit here, right? Give it to me. All right, yeah, honey, I want you to pick one game. Now here's the here's what's going to happen if if you win the game. There's going to be it's going to be a bet on it. If the bet is won next week, could be for one week only. Might not be for one week only. We don't know, but it's based off your bet next week. We will go two hours
1: on the show. It will go two hours on Hungry for Hope. So uh, is this a bet I'm putting in right now?
2: Now this is your bet of the week. You picked this bet.
1: Today. Bet it. Or am I betting or am I picking next week? This week. This Til week.
2: till the end of the weekend.
0: Let's go, Yanni. You're on the Ooh. clock. We got to wrap this mm. show up before we get kicked out again.
1: I got you. Mike, I, w- I, w- I wanted to give the good folks out there some I, advice. Mike, where, where the put- fuck did you get a switchblade? Put that away.
0: <laughs> Tim, we weren't supposed to curse this oh. episode.
1: Oh, Mike, right, where so to which beep? one of these bets? Pick Do a, I like the most?
0: Johnny the Greek
2: is going to pick want. one
1: bet. Well, I'm going to take the Orlando game out of it since you already put enough you pressure can't, on that can't
2: game. Take it. You're already going to ruin okay. life if they lose.
1: Uh, I'm I'm going to I'm going to stick with the uh, with that Florida game. I, I like Florida to tie up that Florida series. Panthers. The Florida Panthers on Friday. Uh, I'm gonna, <laughs> it's an early game. It's happening at noon, so we'll be able to wrap this up real quick and uh, we'll be able to fill it out. But uh, that's a, that's been a real like tightly played series. Um, I think that the, that's going to tie and go to a game five. Uh, that's your I pick. Can't wait to watch it.
0: Florida Panthers. Ah, uh, it's a, we'll, we'll see. You're
2: gonna ruin our fa- like our fans are hyped right now. Our listeners, we're, we're gonna are have hype. Yanni here.
1: Uh, we're gonna a, try to get him on. Uh, listen, hey, listen. I finally understand what the hell you guys want from me.
0: Yeah, so, we're gonna I'm, try I'm to get, get you more time hype. next week. Oh, you know, I, what? What am I gonna stop somebody with such a great story? We would love to hear no, more about no, Yanni. He has a lot, not. lot more to say. Yanni the Greek. Thank you again for stopping by. We appreciate it. No problem. We we thank Shangri La. Ah, uh, absolutely. Thank you, Toxic Mike, for get, letting yeah. us go into
2: overtime.
0: Yeah, Toxic Mike, Toxic Radio. The only radio. time I'm ever gonna thank you. They 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 gave us extra time because they knew you know. We needed extra time. Well, that was time. a game-changing guest. And- game-changing.
1: I, you can't interrupt that. I even want to kind of like the chime in with some questions at some point. I'm so I, good I at interrupting yeah. people. Luckily, we told I you not to talk. <laughs> well, he turned my mic off, We got your mic off,
0: Johnny. You, you couldn't talk. Honestly, if
1: you just you guys had that concept from the beginning, we might have saved our viewers some uh, <laughs> money here. So.
0: <laughs> we Guys, we just want to thank everybody for tuning in to Hungry for Hope. Please, you know, if you like this video, share it. Uh, we can't thank everybody who tunes in, Tusk guys, anymore. Thank you, thanks for our guests, and uh, remember, stay hungry. Hopefully,
2: Yanni doesn't win the, or ruin this special two-hour edition for us. We're out
0: of here.